Fresh food for thought for your coffee break. Hi everyone. I hope this story finds you well. Before I start, I would like to thank the Berlin School for the opportunity. Using my shaky voice to share my story with you is empowering on so many levels. So thank you for listening. What you're about to hear is a short horror story of what's right with the world. Some of you have heard my story. A story of how I've been collecting my broken pieces my whole life, trying to make sense of my own destruction. And many of you have witnessed what happened to me on August 4 at 6.07 p.m. I had a blast, literally. And my heart stopped. It's not a big deal, right? It happens all the time, everywhere. Yes, my heart stopped, but my story goes on. All I know is that, just like you, I loved life, I laughed when I was happy, I cried when I was sad, I danced when the music was loud, I shouted when justice was not served, I fell, I rose, I fell again. (laughs) I had my madness. I had my doubts too. And just like you, all I ever wanted was the freedom to be. The freedom to choose and the freedom to build a better future for myself and everyone around me. It was not long ago when I felt too comfortable in the full security of my livelihood, my health, and my home. And then in one second, boom, I lost everything. Someone had hit the reset button. Now, I really have to make sense of my own destruction. Are you still there? It's me, Beirut, telling you my story, which could be your story too. This is a story of how unprepared we all are to face the rapid changes in our cities. A story of a human race with no arrival sign, so we keep running without a clear destination. A story where each and every one of us keep asking questions like, Wuhan, what have you done to New York? New York, what have you done to Beijing? Beijing, what have you done to Hong Kong? Paris, Berlin, Sao Paulo, London. And the list goes on and on and on. On a global level, it took so many pandemics for us to get in touch with our reality. It took so many wars for us to get in touch with our humanity. It took so many famines for us to get in touch with our hunger for giving back. And it took so many natural disasters for us to get in touch with nature. So how many more? And this is not the scary part. In his poem, No Man is an Island, John Donne writes, No man is an island entire of itself. Every man is a piece of the continent, a part of the main. And he continues, Any man's death diminishes me, because I am involved in mankind. Yes, I am involved in mankind. So is creative leadership. Otherwise, it's not true leadership, right? What intrigues me the most is that we live in our cities totally unaware of their potential and unprepared for their fall. We live in our cities thinking, this wouldn't happen here. We live in our cities in total denial. We get so busy creating systems, whether social systems, political systems, financial systems, and even health systems. But do you ever wonder why these systems keep failing us over and over again? Well, maybe because we've been ignoring the most important system, which is the human system. We keep forgetting that our cities are living organisms, just like us. 
They are made of both soft and hard infrastructures, and when activated simultaneously, they can become fully alert, operational, and adaptive. How do I know? Well, here's a little experiment. Imagine yourself floating above your city. Hmm, why are you floating? Because this is who you are. You are light and empty. Empty of all the social constructs, all the ideologies, all the rights and wrongs, all what is weighing you down. You have cut all the strings that kept you attached and restrained. And as you start getting higher into space, and just before the city starts merging with all the cities around it, because you know borders do not really exist, you start touching the truth. And the truth is, our cities are so unbelievably interconnected. Their streets running like veins. All those little cars moving in different directions are like the cells in our blood, aren't they? Each one of them trying to find its way, trying to follow a path. Our cities have infinite possibilities to connect and reconnect. Yet, we usually separate ourselves from them and from nature, which is constantly manifesting its complex systems to help us initiate our city's transformation. And this is exactly the kind of transformation we need to keep evolving. Are you still with me? Do you agree that the purpose of creativity is to find better ways to help us design better solutions and create a better life for everyone? Which also means better leadership, better laws, better communication, better planning, better policies, and better understanding. You see, there's always room for better. These days, I feel like I'm becoming a bit better version of myself. For some, I was too strict before, too demanding, too scary. Maybe because my Beirut was too easy, too forgiving, and too chaotic. Everyone agreed I was too hard on myself and that I was going to initiate my own destruction. I believe extraordinary circumstances have the power to shape ordinary people into people with extraordinary skills. I have matured from wanting to be or become to wanting to help others discover their own potential. Living in Beirut is learning to deal with constant uncertainty. It is falling six, seven, eight, or maybe a hundred times, but getting up stronger. Living in Beirut is finding creativity in every corner, every street, and every human you meet along the way. It is growing an entrepreneurship mindset at the age of 10. Because why not? As a creative, I spent most of my adult life wandering the streets of Beirut, visiting its galleries, marveling at its architecture, discovering its neighborhoods, sipping my morning coffee in its coffee shops, watching endless sunsets on its rooftops, rebelling like a mad woman in its revolutions, loving and hating its complexity, getting disappointed by its lack of vision and superficiality, and relentlessly planning my next exit. But most importantly, trying to make sense of its people and believing in their talent. Dissecting this city, going deep under its skin and discovering what makes it authentic, creative, and resilient is the only way to help myself make peace with its past, appreciate its present, and try to contribute just a little to its future. Even though today, my people are done with being resilient. They are done with falling and rising from the ashes. But they are definitely not done with searching for a better future, and they are doing it right now as I share my voice with you. Now I'm convinced that destruction is essential for growth. 
I believe that our cities need to be more inclusive, more lenient, more inviting, and more humane. How do we do that? How do we increase the value of the human system? How do we ensure a healthy evolution of work and life? Well, we build bridges. Bridges to connect talents through their hearts and minds. We build bridges between our cities of today and our cities of tomorrow. And it starts by having open dialogues to connect, engage, and shift mindsets. Today's unprecedented crises and challenges are not the end of Beirut, nor any other city. They are just the beginning. I'm sorry it took me so long to reach this point, and I know I promised you a short horror story of what's right with the world. So here it is. We are becoming more aware of our interconnectedness. We are solving problems better. We are becoming more responsible towards our people, communities, cities, and planet. And we are sharing this responsibility. We are using our voices to demand freedom, not just for us, but for everyone. We are rallying for better political leaders. We are igniting revolutions that are contagious. We are merging the values of humanity with the values of technology. And all of this just terrifies us. We are terrified by how inspiring we are. We are terrified by our capacity to deal with uncertainty. We are terrified by our freedom and how far it resonates. And we are terrified by our own strength. Look how far we all are from our own creative destruction, or maybe from our own creative resurrection. Just one second. Maybe my city needed to hit the reset button to ignite a much-awaited transformation, the mindset transformation. But so does New York, London, Berlin, Hong Kong, and every other city around the world. We have a responsibility to rethink the way we do things in our cities, in our companies, in our societies, in our communities, and in our homes. My fellow Berliners, thank you again for listening. I hope that my story was scary enough to make you believe in what's right with the world. Stay safe, and let's keep connecting minds and hearts. Our future starts now. My name is Jehan Fader, a Berliner from Class 22 of the Berlin School's Executive MBA in Creative Leadership. I'm an independent creative director and a constant fighter for human rights who practices resilience on a daily basis. What you just heard is my story and the story of my city, which is longing to hear your story and the story of your city, hopefully soon. <laughs>